Hello. We are glad you found us. Please sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Welcome to When Life Attacks. Travis, where have you fucking been, man? Oh, man, I've been to the fucking dark side of the moon and back. It's great to see you, magnificent son of a bitch. Travis McFalls. James Hamilton. You've been gone a while. Dude, do I look different? No, no. Life's been well. That's a good thing at our age. Usually if we look different... Uh, Bad things. Yeah, it's, 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 for the, it's for the worse. Me? Do I look any worse for wear? No, your hair's long, though. Your Beatles. You got a Beatles thing going on. Yeah, it's good band. Yeah, at this time, is it iffy? Is it come back into style? Is it maybe a Bieber haircut? No. Be contemporary? Oh, God. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, go fuck yourself. It could be a Bieber haircut. No, this is more This more has to do with it. It's uh, fucking cold outside, so, you know, keeps the ears warm. What a great life Justin Bieber has. If only the haircut gave you his life. I mean, he has a great life. <laughs> Besides the slightly bizarre schizo freakouts in parks, right, things right. are good for him. I would take his money. That's- money popularity i don't even know about the popularity just the money just, Or you just want to <laughs> just give me I the just, money just give me a treasure chest i'm good yeah <laughs> leave me alone <clears throat> i want to be able to go get my cocoa puffs without uh being bothered do you have a good excuse for being gone um i don't, I don't know if it's good it's it's definitely a reason um does it validate your absence i think i was i had left people wondering and well, i upset mammy bammy Bammy. Is it Bammy? Bammy. I think I called her Mammy. Sorry yeah. about that. Yeah, it's Bammy. Yeah, Bammy uh, found out about my uh, troubles via the show. That's, uh, that's something I didn't think would ever happen. So that, that, that was strange, getting a call from my Bammy going, are you in trouble? What, what's going on with you? I, I was expecting you to be in jail or something. So what was the nut of it? What, what was the problem keeping you from driving? Essentially, uh, like the, what was the problem? It was car issues. And uh, I don't know if you would call it legal issue. I guess you would call it a legal issue. Well, I don't it know. A, Did you need a lawyer? No, I didn't. need. Were you breaking the law? No, no, actually, it was more of a uh, money issue, I guess, with me in the state of Minnesota. But it sounded more like paperwork. And wasn't this all, it was inching up on a decade old. Uh, actually, it's well over a decade old. It's uh, 14 years old. No kidding. Yeah, 14 years old. So uh, I'll tell you the story. I'll let you guys decide whether that was justification for me missing time or not. Okay. How's that sound? We'll let them. Ch- we'll let them decide. You mean they being the lifers? Yes, they being the lifers. Okay. So um, should I just uh, the paperwork? So 14 years ago. I had a run-in with the Minnesota State Police, and uh, I thought that I had, you know, taken care of everything with them. I wasn't thrown in jail or anything like that. It was just a, you know, it was a, a misdemeanor traffic violation, and I, I swore I'd paid everything off. 
Well, lo and behold, uh, a couple weeks back, I'm driving home from work. It was a late night, and I'm getting ready to pull off to the gas station. They always say the fucking, if you're driving, that shit always happens to you within a mile of your home. Yep. Accidents. Accidents. Car trouble. Whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. And so. Why do you think that is? I have no idea. Is it just because we're all very uncreative, habitual creatures that only like venture out so far? It's either that or just maybe it's like Lady Fate just kind of laughing at us like, oh, you thought you were going to make it home, huh? And how far, how far were you when you got hit? I was about a mile from home. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. And uh, it was a Saturday night, and uh, I was getting ready to get, you know, my Saturday night going. And I had to pull off to uh, just get some cigarettes. I'm still a smoker. And God, I miss smoking. I yeah. Know, I know. Yeah. I can't mention it without you no, uh, I just love salivating. It. I love it. Yeah. So I, I, I'm going towards the gas station, but at the same time, I noticed there's this car behind me that's, it was just something weird about the <laughs> something lights. Something ominous about it. Yes. I didn't trust it. And so sure as shit, as I'm pulling to take, um, to like, I mean, I'm right there. I can see the gas station. It's right there. And then blueberries and cherries light up in my rear view mirror. And I was perplexed. Um, the week before, I'd gone to Wisconsin, and on my way back home from Wisconsin, I'd had some car troubles. And I actually had to have, and it was in the middle of a snowstorm, and I actually had to have a Wisconsin highway patrolman follow me to, my next, to the next exit so, then that I, so that I could look up a garage to get my car into to get it fixed up so I can get across the river and back into Minnesota. So I'm thinking it has something to do with that. Just like, okay, man, is like one of my taillights out? Is my car making a funny sound? I haven't noticed it making a funny sound. Because essentially you were vetted. You already interacted with the law. You knew you weren't doing anything wrong. And all of a sudden, you know, it, did you feel like it was maybe shady? Like, you know, you were being profiled? No. It wasn't out at a certain a, hour, noticed, get this guy. I noticed you used the word vetting. Ever since the whole Trump things, you know, since Trump's uh, taken office, I've heard that word so many times now. I go back to 2016 or before, I hadn't rarely heard that word. Now I'm hearing the word vetting left and right. Anyway, uh, no, I didn't feel like I was being profiled. I was, ju- I was just perplexed. What the fuck? You know, I was going the speed limit. I wasn't swerving. Clearly, I was sober. I'd just come home from work or was coming home from work. And so the cop comes up and uh, I don't get pulled over off. So I'm not too familiar with the procedure. So no. I start opening my door. You're kind of boring that way. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, and I'm cool with that. <laughs> you know, Goose has been for you being very public and breaking the law. And I mean, one of the things he says, like, you really want to put some, some juice in the show. <laughs> right. You right. need to do something big. Right. Well, I this got... This is pu- not it. No, no. I got pulled over. It was okay. a traffic stop. Yeah. And... Um, so I'm not used to getting pulled over. The cop, so I, I, I open, start opening my door. It's winter. Sometimes my windows freeze so they can't, you know, go down and up. So I start opening the door, and the cop's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm like, oh, well, shit, he, shit. What? You were reaching for a um, figurative gun right there. Was that happening? <laughs> no, no, no. Was he reaching for a gun? <laughs> like, I, just, I just heard the, whoa, hey, 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 okay. you know, like, right. and I was just, okay, whoa, whoa. And, uh yeah, I just hear, and I just hear. It would have been way better if he was reaching for a gun. <laughs> he might have been. His hand might have been on his holster. I, I don't know. I didn't see. 
And so he just goes, does your window not work? I'm like, I don't know. Let me try. So I close the door and get the window to go down. That made him happy. And he's, you know, asking me, well, you know why I pulled you over? No, I honestly don't. And he says, well, I ran your license plate. So that was the strangeness behind me. He was running my plate. That's why that car was kind of following me funny. And I said, you know, no, no, what's going on? He said, well, yeah, after running your plates, I um, apparently um, you're not allowed to drive in the state of Minnesota. I felt that way forever, just watching you drive. <laughs> and uh, I'm not a bad driver. We know, we know people that are way worse. You are a 90-year-old woman. No offense to 90-year-old women, but, I mean, he's real cautious to the point of being weird. Yeah, I don't want to die in a car wreck, it's, right? It's so precise, it's going to cost lives. We probably already have. Do you ever look in the rearview mirror, look for smoke, flames? No. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'd rather not know. Several of your friends I have feel to say, this way. Okay. Several? Several. Wow. Do, should I expect an intervention? No. Okay. No. We just You're going to save on gas because, you know, <laughs> who should drive? No one nominates you. <laughs> good. Good. I'm good with that. So, um, actually, driving up here pissed me off. I forgot how much I hate driving up on your road getting here this time of day. Break, break, gas. Break, gas. Gas. Break, 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 break. Fucking annoying. It's a city. Yeah, it's going to kill my transmission. So, um, so the cop says, yeah, you're not allowed to drive, and your license is suspended in the state of Minnesota. You can't drive at all. And... I think the cop saw just the sheer look of shock on my face. I just, what are you talking about? I've been here for I don't know how long. I've had cops behind me before. Nothing has ever happened. What are you talking about? He says, well, I'm not sure. I got, let, me, let me go look it up. Let me take your license. Do you have your insurance info? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here you go. And so he goes back to his car. Checks it out for what seems like an eternity to me, which in real life was probably like two to three minutes. Because you're realizing that if you're not allowed to drive in the state of Minnesota, you could be arrested. You could be have your car towed. You could, I mean, there's a little... Fine. The list is yes. extensive in Minnesota. Yes, yes. I could be Whatever heavily... Whatever they can find you for, they yes, love it. Yes, I could be heavily fucked. And yes, they do love getting their money from you. I'm surprised they don't have like a quick selection thing for fines because they like give you many when they pull you. it's amazing it's amazing like they don't have like one of those like iphones with like the credit card charger on it just a quick swipe (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's like all right so you know here you go citizen okay and it was approved okay back on your way thank you thanks for (laughs) depositing with the city yes (laughs) thank you for making minnesota a richer place to live so he basically determines if if i'm remembering this right that you just basically have an unpaid fine. Yes. And you go to great lengths to try to figure, because you're trying to come back to the show. Right. And you're calling me and you're telling me, you know, I had this, I got pulled over. This guy told me my license is revoked in Minnesota. Right, right. He called for backup. I thought I was, you know, when they call for backup, that's usually, I mean, it's standard procedure. You mean when you got pulled over? When I got pulled over, yeah. Usually you brought another officer. Yeah. But I didn't see the other officer. He just stayed in his car. It was a haircut. He saw your haircut and he's like, this guy's way out of control. <laughs> this fucking Ringo looking motherfucker. He probably hasn't had a haircut in three, four months. Yeah. Oh, and this guy was like buzz cut. I mean, you could set a watch to that thing. Like military? Yep. 
took himself real serious. Yeah. yeah. He was actually, he, he was nice, though. He didn't throw the book at me. He could have. He let me go get my cigarettes, be on my way. He, he didn't give you a ticket. Didn't give me a ticket. That, see, that was pretty nice. Exactly. Didn't pull, didn't, he was cool. Exactly. He was a cool cop. So, and I mean, I think, I think part of it was just he saw the shock on my face. And, you know, there's, there's a way to act around cops. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, sir, no, sir, yes, officer, no, officer. You have to kiss their ass, right? You do have to, yes, there's, there's definitely some um, lips to cheek. That's fucking irritating. So Why didn't you ask him when he pulled see, you over? See, you would have been fucked. You would have been fucked. You would have been like, what I'm, the fuck are you doing? Why are you pulling me over? He, you probably would have gotten impounded. I'm actually very honest with them. I do not kiss their ass. I don't. Uh, you got pulled over because you have Texas plates, right? Or no, a Texas license with Minnesota plates. Right. Yeah, I mean, you were you were marked for death. So, well, I mean, they, you know, the show gets picked up. Hey, I'll become a Minnesota. Well, actually, it seems like Minnesota doesn't want me as a resident. No, no. They, yeah. they actually just want, they want to find... You either through some sort of a tax. We have several taxes in Minnesota. Yeah. And if you're not going to pay those taxes, they'll impose taxes on you. Right. So if you don't make a certain amount, they're like, oh, well, we could make lots of money on him if he was in the system. Right. Let's start pushing tickets and unaffordable things at people. We probably shouldn't be putting this out there. Ah, Fuck them. I got a feeling... Yeah, fuck them until I'm the guy that gets pulled over. Uh, you've already you've had your three occurrences. You're fine, <laughs> and you've made you've made nice with them. So I made nice with them. Went and paid. Uh, so apparently, I was supposed to go to the DMV and pay off an additional ticket after this. I'd settled all my court fees and everything, and there was a there was a uh, DMV ticket I had to pay, which at the time was only two hundred and some dollars. Mm-hmm. Fourteen years ago, that's since gone up to six hundred and eighty dollars. Makes sense. That's not, But after 14 years, didn't you throw at them? First of all, when the cop pulled you over and said he ran your plates, couldn't you have made the argument he was texting while driving? I mean, he's kind of... Yeah, yeah. Once again... You were kissing. I was kissing, yeah. Yeah, don't want to turn it into, you know... Yeah, I'm not going to point it back at them. They don't like that. And then the DMV... After 14 years with no letter, no anything, don't you don't you challenge them back? Like, prove I didn't pay it. Right. Or is it on you to prove you paid it? I think this, yeah, I think it's on you. Of course. So even is. if there's like a glitch in their system or something, which actually happened to me with this whole case, apparently it just fell through the cracks over the years. But it was expunged. That, well, that fell through the cracks uh, five years ago when I was, yeah, it's just been this whole mess. Dude, it's irritating because the way that things work for almost every one of us is the other side of the table Ask for your cooperation, regardless of what it is. If you have to wait for your fast food, if you have a bill at home, if it's the cable company, if it's a ticket, the burden of proof is 100% on you all the time. At what point do I as a person get to say, you know what, no, fuck you. Prove to me I owe you. Well, I mean, I think there should be at least, I mean, a statute of limitations on it. It's been 14 fucking years. Can't we let bygones be bygones? Yeah, and then they're charging you juice on it? Like and they're charging sort of me like charge? extra? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, you know, I'm going to break your fucking legs next time I see you if I don't get my $680. You so. know, uh, Doll. Yep. She works. She works with these animals. Yeah, she helped me through it, actually. She gave me some options. Because my first thought was, well, I'm going to fucking fight this legally. And she was like, well, I hope you like driving around without a license for the next six months to a year. Isn't she shitty? 
She's so realistic about what's going to happen. Right. But, I mean, it was good, though. It put it into perspective for me. It was like, okay, basically, they just want their fucking money, and they want it now, and just give baby its bottle. It's very expensive bottle. That's why sometimes you hear me call Doll the Dark Lord, because she's just, she, she works a dark job. Yeah. She just punishes. Yeah. Does it make you, I mean, does, does the job make you dark, or do you have to be dark to do the job? She's a rule follower. Mm-hmm. In her day-to-day, when she's not around me, it's rules, and she kind of like fits into everything. Yeah. But when, when I'm present, all rules and bets are off. It's, okay. it's very much like dealing with the government. Like the burden <laughs> of proof is constantly on me. <laughs> she fits perfectly in with those people. But anyway, yeah, thank you, Doll, for that help, actually, that, that, you know, that advice. It was great advice, so thank you. That wasn't all that took you away from the show. Yeah, so I mentioned Wisconsin. I'd had my car clunk out on me. So after I get all the legal shit fixed, um, guess what happens? My car decides to take... uh, I mean, I knew the guy got it fixed up when I was in Wisconsin just enough to get me over the border. And I was like, well, how long is this patch job going to last? He's like, dude, it could be a day. It could be till spring. I don't know, but... It'll get you back home to Minnesota. Bottom line it for me. How many problems did you have with your car in a short period of time? One, two, three, four. Four problems. Four problems. Um, One was the contact where it shit out on the road and you had contact with the the, Wisconsin person. Right. And you thought you were cool. Right. And then, excuse me, shortly after that, they just, you kept having problems. Right. So I went to go to work one day and just my car started uh, misfiring like a motherfucker. Um, badly. Mm -hmm. And as you know, you shouldn't drive your car when it's misfiring. That's how you blow an engine. I have already blown an engine in this car. And it was a series of back and forth, back and forth to the, to the repair shop to try to get it fixed. Right. Right. And so I take, so I, including the court fee. No, 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 no. I just want to know the car. Uh, let's see. It's 2,200 in total minus, let's just say, uh, so about 1,500 for the car. This is, and all you had was caps, plug, or cap plugs and wires, right? And coils. And, yeah. a co- and, and coils. coils. So on the high side, that's, yeah. that's only like a $400 repair w- with labor. Yeah, yeah, these guys. You got jobbed. I got jobbed hardcore. I knew, I, I mean, it just, oh, God, these guys fucking sucked. I had to take it in there three times. <sighs> Three times. That's why I missed so many. I'd have been like, no, you got money to make it work. It's not working. You need to unfuck this. Yeah. Well, and basically, yeah, after, holy shit. Yeah, the second time I went in there, it was a $220 part, and they charged me three-something in labor. Mm. And I didn't know that that's what they were charging me. I was at work, and I was just like, get the fucking thing fixed. A tune-up, you know, with a if things were complicated and hard to get at, we're talking maybe two hours. Right. I, I don't know. Blows my fucking mind. Obviously. Do you think I'm they high-fived when you left? They were oh, like, yes. Totally. Yes. Oh, yeah. They <laughs> high-fived the fuck out of it. So, I mean, that's the problem. I mean, mechanics, like finding a good, honest mechanic. I mean, if you find one of those, they're worth their weight in gold. I had one in Pennsylvania. I had one in Texas. I've yet to find my mechanic in Minnesota. We can agree, though, that being a mechanic is just a shitty job. Like, it sucks. Well, for me, it would be because I, I would be lost. Um, your, your best day, see, 50% of the time in Minnesota, is getting the car inside a warm garage and having wet, 
drops hit you from under the car all day long. Yeah, I, I don't know. See, for me, at least, like I said, when I find my good mechanics, these are guys that seem to like love what they do. So I don't think they think it's a shitty job at all. I think they think it's a great job. Yeah. So I've, I yet, I've yet to find the guy that thinks it's a great job. We're willing to pay for it, though, because it's like, <sighs> I don't want to do it. Good luck, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Especially, you know, I drive German, like a fucking German car. Getting in the, I mean, the parts alone. My fucking coil packs on most cars are like, what, 100 and some bucks? Actually, they don't even have coil packs, I don't think. But it, like, okay, take the spark plugs or the wires, for example. My wires were like 300 and some dollars. Most yeah. cars, under 100. You got jobbed, I'm telling you. So the prices they were giving you for these things were even a little high, which I get, you know, they've got to make money. I'm not against people making money, but man, no, and I'm not against, you know, commerce. That's, you know, people like, well, you fix your own car. I'm like, well, that's what helps make the economy go. There's this group of people that know how to do it. Problem is you just have to find the one that is trustworthy at doing it. It's kind of a prison economy. I mean, they've got you by the short and curlies. You kind of have to pay. Yeah, they really do. Pay or be punished. Yeah, pay or... Well, and then I was punished because even while I was paying, they were doing an inept job and I was missing time at work. And that got you in trouble. And that got me in fucking trouble. We can't talk about that. I can't talk about it. But... But I got in trouble. Which was kind of fun for me because you've been such a little angel at work. And you're (laughs) like, well, I'm in trouble. Yes. (laughs) I wouldn't say I've been an angel, but... You're kind of an angel. I, uh... You're kind of like a guy that gets pulled over. Yes, sir. No, sir. <laughs> I mean, I've been trying not to fuck up. And yeah, this just, I mean, bam, bam, bam. I like how you bottom line it. I'm just trying not to fuck up. <laughs> I mean, I get the anxiety, you know. I uh, just these, these were negative things that kept you from the show. You had a pretty legit, which I knew about thing coming up that was nice. But you started telling me about it. And I couldn't. You need to clear some things up for me. All right. Did you go to a wedding and sleep with a man? I went to a wedding and I shared a bed with a man. You're going you're to need to go into that. All right. So, Did you know the man beforehand? No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm listening. <laughs> so how do I... Um, okay, so I fly out to Phoenix. So that's why I missed last week. So I'm out in... Or, yeah, last week's show. Yep, I missed that because I was in Phoenix uh, during the time which we record. So by the time I got back from Phoenix, the show had already dropped. Anyway, that's why I was out that show. I was at my cousin's wedding in Phoenix. And uh, it was a lovely time. Great, great time. Much needed after all that shit that fucking just happened. It was just great. I mean, I, I literally felt the pressure valve just... Sh- Have the lifers heard about this cousin? Uh, I think so. Was she yeah, the one last with the time? truck. Yeah, yeah. She took you to the like the weird thing you circulated. The, the NASCAR, at. the NASCAR. Yeah, and oh, she we took had a me great there. Name for her what with was the it? fucking Chihuahua. Um, the fucking yeah. Before the airport, and you were like, maybe I can skip my f- flight because she knows you're like you know specialized in freak. So she took you to like a NASCAR thing, and you were like right at home. Yeah, <laughs> well, I wasn't right at home. It was, I, I mean, I, I was pretty paranoid when I came rolling up with a Chihuahua on my lap for whatever reason. I'm a Chihuahua whisperer. They love me. And yeah, I knew it was going to be interesting when we came pulling in. That fucking redneck was like, he's got a motherfucking Chihuahua on his lap. 
Yeah, she had a big like a big truck and coolers big and like truck. the whole the whole, the whole nightmare. They had fucking campers set up, all that shit. Yeah, this is them. Yeah, that story. It's that cousin. What episode was yes. it? It was like six or it was back in November. It's a worthwhile listen because it's kind of a funny story. But yeah, keep going. So the uh, so she's getting married, and we've got people coming in from mostly the East Coast, um, is where most of you know our our, our side of the family hails from, and. Uh, it was a great time. I, I think I mentioned the sister-in-law. I don't know if I did or didn't, uh, but the sister-in-law, she was the one that kind of put on the wedding, uh, the hostess with the mostest. She, uh, you're going to need to clarify that because the way you're making it sound is that your cousin married another woman, which is fine. No, the sister-in-law, like her sister-in-law. Okay. Yeah. Her she married a dude, her new sister-in-law. Okay. Yes. Yes. Through, uh, she threw a nice party uh, the night before the wedding, and uh, it was just this gorgeous you know, Arizona deck kind of backyard party, pool, palm trees, lights dangling. By the way, hostess with the mostest, one of the light bulbs was out. It's going to drive her nuts. She's going to Home Depot right now, I guarantee you. She's getting a light bulb. This is the sister-in-law. Yeah. She's very, very precise. But you said it was spot on. You said it was... But it was spot... Yeah, it was, I mean, if... if uh, A delightful evening, you if, said. If the dreaded... Yes, it was, it was a delight. And if the dreaded day ever comes that I get married and, uh, you know, the fiery lakes of hell freeze over, I would totally have her put it on. She did a great job. So at a family wedding, it's hard to hook up at. Oh, family weddings are so hard to hook up at. And um, <laughs> so... It sounds just the way you made it sound, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a very shallow pool. Yeah. And in this case, uh, my pool was a seven-foot tall, um, just chiseled, Gay man. We're going to call Fabulous. Fabulous. And usually I don't, um, usually when I'm not at a relative wedding, mm-hmm. is that what you would call it? A relative wedding? Wedding of a relative, a family wedding. Yeah. Usually I'm him um, in this case. Like the he was just gay man? No, like getting down, having a, you know what I mean? Life of the party. He was very much the life of the party. And it's hard to miss a seven foot gay guy. Like, uh, God, what was the name of the movie with, uh, uh, you know, not Cindy Crawford, the other one, Julia Roberts, where she's got the really flamboyant. Yeah, My Best Friend's Wedding. Yep. Yeah. Was yeah. he like that? Ish. Yeah, he was He was intelligent. He was educated. Is, I should say. He's Attractive, yeah. worldly, interesting. Yes, yes. Well, you know, you actually probably took the right person to bed. Good for you. <laughs> so, yeah, I ended up with the bell of the ball. Yeah. So I mean, if we're weighing apples to apples, right, right, right. It's not like you struck out. No, no, no. You got the most popular person in your bed that night. Right, right. Good for you. Thank you, thank you. Although it was kind of by default, so yes. we ended up uh, coming back from the wedding and uh, having like a little after party, and uh, <sighs> so people start stealing bedrooms. I had my bed assigned to me, and someone stole my bed, and. All the other beds were taken. And we were kind of like the last one standing, the bride, the groom, me, and Fabulous. And the bride and the groom were still going strong. The bride and the groom are still going strong. They don't fuck around, man. Well, NASCAR, I get it. Yeah, they don't fuck around. Yeah, I got it. So, um, you know, it's like, um, well, where, where am I well, going you, to you, sleep? You know. And all of a sudden, it just dawns on me, and it was like, one bed left. And like, I know he was looking at me like, oh God, 
Floor really wasn't an option. You were gonna. You was it a situation where you both were like, "Well, I'm going to bed in that bed." Yeah, and he's like, "I'm going to bed in that bed too." <laughs> exactly. And all of a sudden, you're shoulder to shoulder, like, "Man, really thought he was gonna yield." <laughs> Pretty much, because like I went up first, and it's not like one of those things where he was just like, you know, like like don't have any preconceived note. Like he was like, "Oh yeah, just because I'm gay, I get to sleep with another guy." Woohoo! Like in his head, he was probably going fuck, I got to go to bed with this guy. In my head, I was just kind of like, fuck, I got to share a bed. <laughs> Honestly, though, you're not gay friendly. I'm not gay friendly? Like, you know, you're just, you're, you're, you're kind of a hockey guy, and you're just, you know, oh, sometimes Oh, you mean like shave. when it comes to like the looks, yeah. like the way I look. Okay, yeah, I was about to say I'm very gay friendly. <laughs> <laughs> I just, his face. <laughs> No, in terms of, um, like, I'm not homophobic. No, no, you're not. You're not. I mean, in terms of being a human being, you're good at that. And you've got good manners. But in terms of just, because you don't really pull off a bear well. No, I wouldn't pull off the bear. Um, I need to gain a couple more pounds. Many to be the more bear. pounds. Yeah, yeah, to do the bear thing. And you're not, you're not effeminate at all. Um, no. So you don't, you don't play sort of, not to, you know. I don't want to get into a weird territory here where we get a ton of emails like last time, but uh, you're you're just not. I'm just a dude. I'm just like a fucking guy. You're almost like the dude. <laughs> you you live very similar to the dude. I've been told that. Um, the Big Lebowski. Yeah, I know. I'm aware. The dude. Yeah, the dude. I'm, I, I know the character. I'm, I know it well. I've you almost give as much of a shit about life as he does, and you're just like you know, whatever you guys are doing is fine. I'm doing my thing. Yeah, yeah. I've. I don't go out of my way. You know, I just live my life. Yeah. And people that's, yeah, I get that comparison. Like the outside world just is hassling you all the time. Pretty much. (laughs) That's not gay friendly. (laughs) They embrace the world. Yeah. Yeah. Except the one guy that's typing an email to me right now. is like, you know what? Fuck you. (laughs) I'm actually an introvert. (laughs) (laughs) I I often don't shave. (laughs) I would not be considered a bear as well. Did, when you woke up in the morning, was he already up and gone? Well, I mean, basically, so when I tell this story, like some of my friends, they're like, so what happened? Ooh, what happened? Did you guys snuggle? Did you guys, ooh, what happened? This is pretty much the way it went down. We're laying there on our backs, you know, like. <laughs> You're both staring at the ceiling? Just staring at the ceiling. And uh, Is this a big bed? Yeah, it's actually a decent-sized bed. So, like, I'm we've got we've got specific. Space. It's a decent sized bed. Comfy what is bed. that? What is a decent sized bed? It's a king. Bed? Like I would say, it's a king. I, did you hear that? That was a collective bullshit by our listening audience. Kings are very hard to come by, especially as secondary beds. What are you talking about? I, I sleep on a king sized bed. That's it's not common. It's it, a, try, it was at least a queen. Shoes. It was at least a queen. I don't know. I'm not a fucking. This mattress is a guest expert. bedroom. It's not a king. No, actually, it's um one of their kids' bedrooms. Okay, certainly not a king. So we could be looking. No, at a dude had a fucking big bed, man. It could be a full. I think it was a queen. I don't know. If I'm no mattress. To, if you were to spread your arms and lay down, would you touch the sides? No. Uh, let me see the wingspan. It would have been close, but it's no. still not a king. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, I couldn't do it. If it's, if it's a king, you could literally sleep on either side of the bed and not know you were sleeping next to somebody. Because I have a king upstairs. So you want to hear the story, fucking mattress expert? I just have questions. All right, sleep easy. So, um, fuck, you just, dist- um, so yeah, so we're fucking laying there just staring at the ceiling and I mean, it pretty much goes like this. 
So um, I can't find the remote for the TV. Neither can I. Fuck. Um, do, do you like to have white noise on while, while you go to bed? Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. I, I prefer to sleep to something. He's like, oh, white noise. I've got an app for that. So he goes to his phone, and literally, I guess there's a white noise app. And he turns it on, and it's just like these rushing waterfalls. I've been drinking all day. Right. I mean, it's just... I have to take a piss. Naturally. I was waiting <laughs> for that. Yeah. I get up, walk to the bathroom, take a piss. I come back in. And he's got like these cricket jungle type sounds on. Like you're in the wilderness. Yeah. Some <laughs> <a> white noise. <laughs> I know. And like, you know, occasionally they're like, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, maybe I can relax. This. The fuck? Okay. Um. That's aggressive background noise. Yeah, I, I don't think uh, white noise app is working. He's like, no, it's not. <laughs> um, Do you, did you bring? Was this a pajama party? Were you? I'm jammed out. I'm jammed out. Um, dude got comfortable. He went straight down to his skivvies. He got comfy. So may, maybe, maybe, maybe it was a king. Because I can't imagine you'd be real comfortable in the queen with another man in his underwear. It was. It was. It was a large bed. As friendly as you are, you're not that friendly. No, no. I'm I, willing to buy the king now. Okay. Because I feel like you would have gone floor the moment he made this. I saw it, yeah. I don't care if it's gay or not. It's just not. Right, right. You know. Yeah, yeah guys I mean, are even gross. If, even if it was you. Yeah. yeah like, guys are gross. Like, dude, fucking. Yeah, okay. You're in your undie. Okay. All right. Well, there's some buffer zone. We had a buffer zone. We had a little Switzerland in yeah. there, so. Um, I do that on a couch. Like I'll put a pillow next in between me and another couch rider. I'm just like, you know, yeah, get off me. Right. 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 I'm very much. And, uh, naturally, I don't know. I just sleep towards the edge of the bed anyway. So Mm -hmm. that works out. Um, I just, that's where I like to be. I'm not one of those sleep in the middle of the mattress kind of guys or people. Are you a threat to cuddle? No, no, I'm not. That's another problem. I'm a threat to cuddle. If you if you and I share the same bed, you will end up cuddled. Okay, okay. See, typically for me, I don't like the body heat. No, um, I don't either. I don't yeah. know what the problem is. Yeah, I don't know what it is either. Because um, like some girlfriends that I've had, they're they're cuddlers, mm-hmm. and usually after twenty minutes, I can't get to sleep because I'm fucking roasting from all the body heat. So not a cuddler, not a huge cuddler. Most and of my friends have been pretty upset about that. <laughs> I could see how. One of them was upset when I swung my leg over. <laughs> like some hardcore. That's uh, that's very much, we're doing it's, this. <laughs> it's, I, was, I don't even know what to have. I'm totally asleep, and I just wake up the next morning, and they're in the corner with you know a pillow. Like, <laughs> just, what were you trying to pull, man? Sucking on their thumb. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, eventually, yeah, so we nixed the white noise app, and I'm like, all right, I don't know. I just need to hear some people babble. So, I, I, and at this point, I'm like, you had your turn, uh, and I just pull up my iPhone. You didn't throw on our podcast, did you? No. That's good. That had been bad form. No, that had been terrible form. Um, I just kind of throw on, you know, just my web browser, and I had like a Bill Hicks stand-up thing on. I'm like, well, stand-up. But I saw there was like an hour, 20-minute-long interview with Bill Hicks. And I turn it on, and it's just blah, 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 blah. You know, you turn it down low enough so you don't even hear what they're talking about. You just kind of get the... Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. And so that was it. And that was it. Next thing I know, I'm waking up. You know, he's, uh, you know, I hear him kind of get up to go take his, uh, you know, morning piss. 
I get up, and that's that. You know, we go down and uh, hair the dog it, start our next day, Super Bowl Sunday. Did, uh, did you have the gift opening the next day? It was very brief, very brief. Was uh, it a breakfast affair? It was sort of like a, I don't know, it was like around noon to So you skipped two. it. You skipped the present. Uh, I was there. I saw it. Um, it wasn't huge. Like, literally, mm-hmm. they opened them up. It took like five minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, they were really cool about it. Like a, they didn't make people suffer through it. Like a light Home Depot jacket or... Yeah, just... Okay, cool, thanks. Next one. Cool, thanks. Next one. Cool, thanks. We're done. You missed the NASCAR joke. That's how unindo NASCAR you are. You just yeah, missed it. I, like, I over my head, man. You flew by the tower. Uh, well, I think that those are worthy reasons to have missed for most people. But to me, I think, you know, you fucked us. Okay. I don't want to hear about your car, your tickets, or even your cousin. All right. Well, you could have flown me down. You know what? I would have enjoyed Arizona. You know, you should have come down. You should have. It, it, was, it was a great trip. You pissed the, my trip money away on the, worthless tickets and overpriced auto repair. Yeah. The th- hey, man, the, you know, you, you could have popped right into bed with me and Fabulous. <laughs> you know? I don't, I don't know. I am big enough to be kind of bearish. Be <laughs> the cuddle bear. Yeah. And would I, you say you're a teddy bear? Uh, no. 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 Yeah. That is, that's the worst thing, You're incidentally, kind of to be called by a girl is he's like my brother or he's a big teddy bear. You don't want to hear either one of those if you're interested in a girl. Yeah. That is just... Like a brother. Yeah, Always fuck. like a brother. Yeah, just kill myself. I'll just, I'll just kill myself. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for that. So, yeah. So, no, very tame at the family wedding. When it comes to, um, when it comes to weddings, uh, the last wedding I'd went to before that, not a family wedding. But did you... Uh, I got fucking nuts. I, uh, I I was fabulous that night. Ended up making out with a bartender. Good, but, good move. Yeah, it was somewhere between a cornfield and a barn. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was all right. What kind of weddings at a cornfield and a barn? Oh, it was like this cool old-fashioned kind of farm wedding. It was, and, uh, it was outside of Racine, Wisconsin. <sighs> you know... I spent some time this week. Let me. This plays into what you just said. So I was forced by two of our friends. My wife and I have, you know, you have a couple friends. Yeah. These couple yeah. friends. And uh, uh, they take me to a bar called Uptown. Uptown. Is it, up, is it in Uptown, it's Minneapolis? In Uptown, and it's called Uptown. Uptown. And it is a bar arcade. So a big bar a in the middle of the room. It's a barcade. Tons of arcade games, right? He knows I'm a nerd. Oh, God. Wants You're giving me terrible there. flashbacks of my engagement party night. <laughs> we went to Barcadia in t- Dallas. Did not end up well. But you know what I'm talking about. Yep, yep. I've been to the barcades. You know, it is very much your classic arcade with a huge bar in it. Yeah, and they have like the old, like, um, you know, like your old Ninja Turtles, classic pinballs, skee-ball action. Nailed it. Nailed it. Yep. This was, a, this was great. Had a blast was owning them, right? Yeah. We were playing each other in tons of different games, and I was, I was feeling it. Yeah. Winning all the time. But the reason we got together was to go, do you call it a truck pull or is it a monster truck show? I thought it was a rally. It's definitely a... It's, it's a I hate using that word now. Yeah. Now, that, now that it's 2017, we have a certain president in, like the word rally just terrifies me now there are a lot of rallies a lot of get-togethers 
Well, it yeah, could have shown up on voting. A lot of day. lot of lot of bad people have rallies. This was a well, they call it Monster Jam. Monster Jam. And although they weren't. Was it uh, on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday? It was on Saturday, actually. Saturday, Saturday. You prior, only get two. Prior to going out, the young lady of the couple we're out with shows me pictures of a wedding she was at. Mm-hmm. They topped it off by the bride and groom shooting an arrow, like a compound bow arrow, yeah. through the cake to cut it. No shit. That's kind of cool, but kind of scary. Seat markers with spent shotgun shells. Holy shit. Wedding party in full camo. Oh, man. Was it that kind of a wedding by the barn? Oh, God, no. That's too bad. Oh, no, 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 no. Actually, I was one of the groomsmen. And, uh, you know, calling a professional, you know, always a groomsman, never a groom. You know, you need a groomsman, call me in. I know what the fuck I'm doing. You've tried to be a groom. You have more fiancés than Larry <laughs> yeah. King. I mean, Jesus. Yeah, it turns out I'm just a better groomsman. Yeah, you need a groomsman, call me. All right? I'll fill in for any of you guys. Was I, there I'm a, a fucking professional. No tux. Okay, so, so it, it was, was kind of like, redneck. So it was like bow tie. We like wore these white shirts with suspenders. We looked like... <sighs> no, hear me out. We looked like a bunch of fucking milkmen. Like I called us like the... Like, we looked like a bunch of fucking country time milkmen. And, uh, but that's not cute or kitschy. It's just, it was kitschy. It's not, it was kitschy. Was it their second, like, nuptials? They'd both been married before? No. Uh, dude, it was his second wedding, but, um, it, I, th- I believe it was her first. But they have a kid together, and, uh, you know, they <laughs> like how you're going into like all of the background. What the fuck, dude? You still put your phone on vibrate. I had it on vibrate. You told me to put it on vibrate. Your phone always makes an appearance on this damn show. I, it's, 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 it's usually work. <laughs> it's usually work. So, um, but no, no, it was awesome. Um, you know, apparently the milkman uh, style really worked for me that night. Uh, the bartender, she uh, she laid it on thick. Like, I was missing it until, like, the end of the night. And I was like, wait a minute. I think she wants to. Yeah. Um, like, she had me, uh, they needed supplies. Like, she grabbed me by the arm, put me in her car, like... Took me Sounds to the store. Sounds kind of rapey. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds rather rapey. So, you know, all this is, and, and like by the end of the night, I piece it together. I'm like, I was raped. I think she wants to. <laughs> <laughs> I think you were raped. <laughs> well, I mean, the pants stayed on. So does that constitute rape? I yeah. don't, it, 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 was a, it was a heavy makeout sesh between like uh, the barn and the cornfield. That's a <laughs> sounds really rapey. <laughs> What's like the strangest place you've ever gotten it on? Ah, uh, strangest place. Man, there's like you, I have family that listens, so I don't know that I want to really go into that. Uh, you know, there's been schools, churches, <laughs> churches. One time, this is embarrassing. One time. I bailed out of a house party. All right. As we all do. I was with a longtime girlfriend, Uh and we were just hammered. And we thought, uh, we'll duck behind these bushes. And we were rather intimate. Was it like in a neighborhood? Like, where were these bushes? It was like a 50s neighborhood where people's lawns could be, like, have backyards and things. Okay. And I... I don't know. I must have been pretty drunk because I thought we were kind of in the woods. All right. Until the backyard light was flipped on. (laughs) (laughs) And I realized we were about 
20 feet from the people, the, the collective family standing at the sliding glass door <laughs> to see this, uh, what could only be described as a tragic affair. They probably thought there was a bear in the woods. Yeah, I, that was, <laughs> I mean, it was, it was bad. It was bad. Oh, and that man. wasn't unique. It was just embarrassing. Yeah. Let's see here. Um, for me, it had been about St. Patrick's Day about nine, ten years ago. Same friend. And um, as the wedding, and you know, I get into my St. Patrick's Day celebrations because um, I'm of Irish ancestry. And one of our mutual friends, she was also of Irish ancestry. Does this friend have a call sign yet? No, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. I haven't. He deserves one because it sounds like he gets you laid a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, old big. We red. should call him Lucky. Lucky. <laughs> Yeah, so um, so he, uh, you know, he lives like in a two bedroom, all the bedroom, you know, one's like an office. Um, So I'm couch surfing at his place for like St. Patrick's Day weekend. Right. And so, um, you know, him and his wife go to bed, me and this other girl, you know, she's of Irish descent, too. We decide to keep the party going. So, you know, he's just got this couch and it's kind of like, well, the couch, that's not really. Or, you know, what if one of them has to get up to take a piss? So I get this genius fucking idea. I'm like, I build a fort <laughs> in the living room. Out of you the know? couch? Um, out of blankets. I'm finding, like, yeah, the couch. I'm using parts of the couch. I'm grabbing chairs from, like, the fucking kitchen. The prospect of getting laid makes you an immediate carpenter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Boom. Apartment. <laughs> I've got this. I'm MacGyver now. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, you know, I noticed there's a rug. So great. You know what I mean? It's not going to be, like, hard fucking floor. And so we go and we start getting it on. And next thing I know, like, we're both like, like the moans of passion start turning into like cries of pain from both of us. As we're going, I realize like I am getting wicked fucking rug burn on my knees. Like they're like, like chunks are coming out of them. This is, this is, this has gone, this has gone wrong. And uh, I know, I know I was there (laughs) and it, and like all of a sudden she's like, oh God, I gotta stop. We gotta stop. And I'm like, I know, I can't go anymore. And like we get up and like there was blood like on my knees. And then I look and her ass looked just like my knees. Like she looked like she had just like ridden a motorcycle naked, fucking fell off of it and just got the worst road rash on her ass. Why did it take you and guys I looked, so long to admit the pain? You know, you, you gotta fight through it. St. Patrick's Day, <laughs> you're drunk. You don't feel it at first, you know. You want to achieve, you know, you're on a mission here. And we both looked at They got a fucking wicker rug. Who the fuck puts a wicker rug in their fucking living room? How did this not? Wicker. wicker. You built the fort, dude. Yeah, I was, you know, hey, hey, I just saw the, okay, there's rug. It was dark. Let's I had to do this thing in a fucking hurry. Back up. So I end up having sex in public in someone's backyard, alerted by an entire family, and your most exotic experiences in someone's No, 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 no. This was my most painful. That was not how you uh, framed the question. Yeah, yeah, I changed the rules. You railroaded me there. Yes, I did. All right. Yeah, so, but I still ask you this. Who the fuck puts a wicker rug down? I've I've never even heard of a wicker rug. A wicker rug. And they don't even sound like the same thing. I mean, when I think wicker, I think hard, uncomfortable furniture, like, yeah. Like painted hay that is now stiffened to the point that it's not pliable. Yes, that your grandparents would have out on their deck. Right. Yes. Yeah, they have a fucking wicker rug. 
and it tore us the fuck up to this day. He'll still like come up to me like, why aren't you wearing shorts, huh? Too afraid to show off those knees? Lucky. Yeah. Oh, what a dick. Yeah. But eh, we ended up finishing up on the couch. So that's there you go. Ha ha. Lucky. Yeah. <laughs> Good for him, though. So, um, yeah. So if, if, if you have a friend over that's a little squirrely, a good, a good deterrent, lay down a wicker rug. Lay down a wicker rug. It'll put a, it'll put a stop to that. I don't know of any of my male friends that would find that to be an obstacle. Oh, it will once uh, the blood starts dripping down the knees. I want... That actually uh, segues. <laughs> well, I kind of wanted to go into this Monster Jam thing. Oh, I've, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, let's I've keep never, talking about pain. I've never been to the contemporary monster truck show. When I went, it was, you know, a robot T-Rex would rip a car apart. Yeah, what the fuck you'd was see, that thing called? You'd see big Bigfoot crush a bunch of cars. You'd see uh, uh, Orange Crush pull this incredible you know in a truck pull he would you know and and it was all pretty shitty then it was just really sounds incredibly boring yeah, except for like uh, truckosaurus rex and even truckosaurus rex i'm sure the novelty wears off like after he eats his first truck yeah the commercial is pretty much the highlight of these things like that consolidated 30 seconds is about all you need to see yeah all right but like i said sweet couple we went and the whole time i'm watching this there's I don't know, maybe 40,000 people there. All right. So an average ticket price. So a little less than like a hockey game's worth of people. I think the Caps get about 60,000 people to their games. No, 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 it's 20,000. No, that's double a hockey game. I'm sorry. This was U.S. Bank Stadium. I'm sorry, I'm thinking college football. ASU gets about 60,000 at their games. And how much is a ticket at ASU? Oh, roughly. They've been jacking the prices. Around 100 bucks, I'd say. Hundred bucks, yeah, that's cool. So uh, um, while we're watching, the trucks are going down like flies. Uh, yeah, they're, they're just pounding they're, through them, right? There's maybe thirteen trucks, and they're all breaking down immediately. Couple of jumps, and a wheel flies off, or they roll over. I mean, they're just all effed. In fact, by the time we get to the end of the show, there are four or five trucks that are just stalled in the track. They can't move because <laughs> they're so messed up. Yeah. On top of that. I find out that there's three or four other monster truck shows going on in this country simultaneously. Is it like a monster truck rodeo? Some of them use the same truck, Gravedigger. Like, there isn't one Gravedigger anymore. It's a popular oh, monster it's like truck. Gravedigger like, 1, Gravedigger 2. Yeah, he's didn't, been didn't licensed they have, out like, everywhere. Didn't they have Bigfoot the same He way? left. He left because apparently there's a company that owns this called Feld Entertainment. Mm-hmm. And now they've created this monster truck traveling show like a circus and they claim they have championships and standings and all this bullshit, but there's multiple trucks in each one of these. So if there's no realistic stats, there's no standings, the, the, I don't like any event that's judged. Right. Judge, it's ambiguous, like who won. Yeah, how can you tell, like, um, this, this truck had more crush? It, I, 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 don't, I don't even know the terms. They, they literally jump up in the air, bounce on their back tire, and land on the front. Uh, so maybe it, they do so a somersault. Is it, so is it, is it style points then? I found it very difficult to gauge this. <laughs> yeah. And so I started I started just kind of doing the math in my head. I'm like, okay, so how much does it cost to run a monster truck? And it's right. about $600,000 a year just to keep the truck running. Jeez. That's not the team, the driver, anything else. Right. So this group buys all of the trucks 
pays the drivers next to nothing and runs these events that no one's interested in. And so I'm trying to figure out the the money here. Like, where's all the money going? Why are how are why, they? Getting? Why am I here? Was really what was going through my mind. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's predominantly a white event. Yeah, I could see that. Necks are red. I started doing a lot of people watching. Like one out of a hundred, maybe one out of a hundred and fifty people is another color than white. <laughs> that's a. It's a. It's a low ratio. Yeah, it's not. It's not a cultural event. I'm starting to believe multicultural. That the other colors are smarter than white people because this is a cash grab. I don't know. Some. Of the, I mean, they. Well, then again, Europeans they go to soccer games too, and that's pretty fucking boring, if you ask me. This was. This made soccer, you know, look like some sort of fight to the death. It, it was literally <laughs> one of the most boring things I've ever done in my entire life. Have you ever been to one? No. How much was a ticket? I think where we got seats, it's about $52. Yeah. Even at $10? I don't know. And you have to wear ear protection. Uh, It's so loud. I mean, the other thing is they start selling you ear protection. How much is the ear protection? Well, for the kids with, you know, the little picture of whatever grave digger on, it's about 40, 50 bucks. Are you kidding me? No. There were no affordable earplugs. Hey, you want your child to not go deaf? 40 bucks. I got a... And again, the type of people that are probably taking their kids to these 16-ounce pop. I think it was $13. Jeez. So that's where they're hitting you is the concessions. The shirts weren't all that entertaining. I come to find out that this show owns all the trucks. Okay. All the who's going to win is basically predetermined as much as it can be. Okay. Like Gravedigger is going to win. Yeah. And then I found out Fox Sports broadcasts this horseshit. Fox Sports broadcasts it. I guess what I'm getting at is at what point, I mean, don't you walk away from the event overall? I mean, if there's no true winner and there's no, I mean, it's literally a mound of dirt in the middle of a stadium. And they just jump over the mound over and over again. I couldn't. I kept asking the guy I came with, like, is something going to happen? Yeah, I mean, at least like you know, with WWF, like at least like there's like the human element to it. Still, you know, you're watching guys do acrobatics, and you know, even if they're not really hitting each other, they're still putting on a show. Yeah, it's at least entertaining, and there's a prospect one of them will die. Yes, four hundred pounds jumps off a two story building. You're like. He's probably going to die. This is going to crush him. Yeah. <laughs> and often it does. Yeah. There were many guys that brought their significant others to Monster Jam for Valentine's Day. Dude, did anyone propose to their sweetheart on the Jumbotron? No. Oh, that would, I, I want to see that couple. The guy that proposes to his wife at the Jumbotron, on the, on the Jumbotron at the Monster Truck Rally, and just to see her just, this is the most romantic day of my life. You got to have balls to take your significant to the Monster Jam for <laughs> Valentine's Day, right? Yeah, well, yeah. This is for you, baby. I'm going to get you a t shirt and a $13 Coke. I saved up all month for it. Now, in this scenario, I'm this definitely is, Southern. Yeah, this is your day, baby. <laughs> ah, Valentine's Day. Are you going to do anything for Valentine's Day? Uh, that's tomorrow. That's well, today, as you guys are hearing it. Nah, nah. Um, I might, I might go get a haircut now, now that you know, getting called a Ringo looking motherfucker. What you need to do is find Lucky. You need to find Lucky because he's the key to a successful Valentine's Day. He is, he is. I need to, yes. 
Well, when the weather gets nicer, I think he's in Milwaukee now. So, well, he's always been in Milwaukee. So, yeah, I might have to. Maybe this St. Patrick's Day I'll go to Milwaukee. We should uh, let our lifers know that there is maybe some rose rules to Valentine's Day. Rose rules. There, Not to be confused f- with road rules. Right. Rose rules. The flower. Color apparently has meaning. Did you know that? Yes, I did. You do. Okay, so red is obviously love. Love, right? Also, uh, is it love or lust? Which one's lust? Uh, well, it's is love. It love. They have a lot here. Yeah. But it's love, beauty, courage, and respect, romantic love, congratulations, I love you. Yes. Which, I don't know, seems kind of, seems like kind of bullshit. That's uh, traditional. It's mostly red, love. red, the color of your heart, you know, so they say. How about white? White, isn't white respect? Congratulations. It uh, is purity and innocence. Purity and innocence. I should, yeah, okay. Silence. I, I'm or I should have known this. I should have known this. I, how how should I have known this? I had I had a girlfriend that was really into it, and she would get pissed if you picked the wrong color. So yeah. I, I had to like bone up and take a crash course on it. It's been years since then, so it's like a foreign language. If you don't if you don't use it, you lose it. How about pink? Got anything for pink? Is that lust? It is appreciation. It's appreciation. So you might give pink roses to I don't know though. I mean the rose just symbolizes something to me, regardless of this list. But apparently, you know, should you maybe have, uh, you know, a side piece and get caught, (laughs) go pink, because you can be like, oh, it's just appreciation. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yellow is joy. Joy. Mm -hmm. I would have gone with lust. Orange is desire. Lust. Yeah. Peach is also appreciation. <laughs> like all of them. I'm just thinking, if I gave you a rose, it's probably lust. Uh, blue is the unattainable, the impossible. So that would be like a rose that you give someone that you know that you just don't have a shot with? I guess. It's, it, it's going to make rose giving weird because if, oftentimes I see red mixed with white mixed with orange. So we want a pure, loving, lustful occasion? Yeah. You're just covering your bases? And then maybe throw a little unattainable blue in there. <laughs> like, <laughs> I will give these to you under the understanding that you are a pure, pure. girl who is looking for some action <laughs> <laughs> in a really wild way. <laughs> that would be your, 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 rose, uh, your rose breakdown for... Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, that may be uh, yeah. passing them along. Uh, you know, we're getting near that time, and I kind of wanted to bring up, well, a super fan. We have a super fan. We have a super fan? We I, do. Wow. Um, he has actually been awesome. He And he's a normal, real person? He's a normal, well, he's a Vikings fan. So Well, like you. Yeah, we're not normal. We're yeah. some sort of masochism. Uh, I would say, just, like, indicative of the area. We just want pain. It's nothing but pain when you're hey, a I'm an Arizona fan. State football fan, too, so, you know, I, I understand. Caps fan, too. No cups for us. Well, we have several awesome fans. Um, we're going be- to bring Marcus up, Marcus Marone. He is listens to every show. He's always there to retweet or favorite. He leaves comments. He rates us. I mean, he's really doing everything he can to support the show. Well, hell yeah. 
Well, thanks, Marcus. It's uh, good to hear about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was also pissed you were gone. Well, I like him even more then. He's kind of like, uh, you know, we got to January. He's like, because uh, he usually doesn't like directly, you know, we just kind of like interact. See, yeah, we kind of, he just shows up, you know, it's a familiar name, keeps showing up. Yeah. He's like, What's with the show? <laughs> you know, like, the fuck you mean? What's the show? Well, oh, we got a new one coming, and so we sent out, you know, tweets. We're like, oh, show's coming back. You know, yeah. you're even taking pictures next to the cat poster, and then, and then no Travis. Yeah, life attacked. So this uh, this upset this fella. I just you know, he's a good fan. Okay, he, he he has stayed with us through the transition. Okay, you're back. Yeah, so. I mean, I'm liking this guy already, you know, the second, hey, no Travis, where the fuck is he? I like this guy. I like him. And you know what, Marcus, this show is for you today. I was James Hamilton. I was Travis McFalls. Thanks for listening. Why don't you follow us on Twitter at When Life Attacks or Facebook When Life Attacks podcast. Or you can look directly at our blog, which is whenlifeattackspodcast.com, where you can view our complete list of social media. If you prefer to keep it simple, you could just email us at whenlifeattacks at gmail.com. Ladies and gentlemen, now a special Valentine's message from Jim and myself. From When Life Attacks to you, happy Valentine's Day. Something I should have said Something I didn't do To show you how much I love you I know you want to leave I know you have to go But baby, I want you to know Get inside your heart that you'll always give me a boner. Yes, you'll always give me a boner. Oh, 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 oh. Darling, I think of you most often on those lonely, lonely nights when I'm all dressed up in your underwear and taking pictures of myself, crying like a little baby. Baby, there ain't nothing in the world that can keep us apart. Not even that smart-ass judge's restraining order. I'd climb the highest mountain for you. I'd even shoot the president. If you're ever lonesome, man, think of me hard up in my heart and my thoughts of you. Miss if you are, I know that you are.